You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Wrestling World. As always, I'm your host, Austin Boyer. And before we get into tonight's episode, a few quick podcast shout-outs. Alright, guys. First, check out the Cult Film Companion podcast, the Manic Pixie Weirdo podcast, the Fan in the Van podcast, the Crime Divers podcast, the Sense of Shelf podcast, the Two Mexicans, One Mike podcast, the Heal Truth, Your Daily Writing Habit, The I Seen It Podcast, The Fandalorians, The Hashing It Out Podcast, The Geek Gauntlet Podcast, The Smokers Lounge Premium 6 Podcast, The Air Quote Law Podcast, The Dirty Hills Podcast, The Suns and Shadows Cast, Decaying with the Boys, I Scream, You Scream, for movies podcast, Two Men, No Hope, The Story of My Pet, The Haunted Tales podcast, The Quad Pro Quo podcast, Films and Firm Nation podcast, Vlog Access One-on-One, Bold Talk by Joe, The Mr. Gentleman's podcast, and last but not least, The Chime In podcast. All these podcasts can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Good Pods, and wherever you stream your podcast. So be sure to check them out. All right, guys. This episode is an unexpected episode because usually I do my episodes on Friday. But because of what happened last night on New Japan Pro Wrestling, we had to talk about it. Mercedes Monet has debuted in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yes, Mercedes, the lady formerly known as Sasha Banks, debuted last night, shockingly, turning heel and attacking Kyrie Sane. This is crazy. Because we haven't heard from Mercedes in so long. Since we last seen her in WWE. But yesterday. 
she put out a few tweets saying, thank you, WWE, and thank you, Triple H. Which pretty much signaled her end to WWE, and that she was gone, she was done. No more with WWE. And while a lot of people were sad to see her leave WWE, we sure got a shocking surprise last night at New Japan Pro Wrestling when she turned heel and attacked Kyrie Zane. Now this this is great because I miss Sasha. And I don't care what anybody says about Sasha Banks or Mercedes, whatever you want to call her. I think she's talented. I think she has so much personality. And I think New Japan Pro Wrestling just got the biggest signing of 2023. It would have been great to see, you know, Sasha return to WWE. But with everything that happened, it's no surprise she left. And, you know, found maybe a better road, hopefully. So I'm not disappointed because I wish her the best. I think she's very talented. I'm very happy for her. Like I said, you know, New Japan got the biggest signing of 2023. Right at the beginning of the year. Everyone kind of figured that she would leave, you know, WWE. Everyone pretty much figured, you know, she would go somewhere else, but nobody actually knew where. Many of us assumed AEW. Given that that's where Paige went. And AEW's roster, they had Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, you know, a a lot of talent in AEW for Mercedes to work with. So many people assumed that this is where she would end up at some point. Well, months go by, you know, that didn't happen. So now we see her in New Japan Pro Wrestling, which I think is better for her because well, while AEW does have that roster, and there is a lot of talent for her to work with, AEW also has a very packed roster. And New Japan Pro Wrestling just seems like the better option for Mercedes. And given the type of personality she has, how good is she is at promos, and how well she is in the ring, I guarantee she could be a top star. Or even the top heel in the division. But I'm I'm very excited to see this. She cut a, a promo after the match, you know, asking that well they did a little press conference, I guess. I've only seen a clip of it. Um but she said, you know, are you happy I'm here? And in this press conference you can tell she's being a complete heel. You know, she she's she seems happy. She seems like she has her passion back. And we are getting a lot of the old Sasha Banks that we've seen when she first debuted on the WWE main roster. And I think a feud with Kyrie Sane is the perfect way to start 
a run for Mercedes. Because a top star needs to feud with another top talent. Best way to get her over, right? In my opinion. But what do you guys think? Who do you think she'll feud with? You know, there's a lot of options for her. And given that AEW, you know, they kind of cross-promote with New Japan, we could possibly see, you know, Sasha versus Paige down the road. We could see Sasha versus, well, Mercedes versus Paige or Mercedes versus uh, Britt Baker, Thunder Rosa, or Serena Deeb, you know, who knows. We could see a lot of options because AEW... You know, cross-promotes with New Japan. At least they used to. I'm, I'm sure they probably still do. I don't know if they if they still do now. But from what I've heard, you know, from what I've seen before, they still are doing it. Which, at this point, AEW kind of needs to, given they're kind of struggling right now, it seems. But you got, you got to give this to New Japan Pro Wrestling. They pulled the rabbit out of the hat. And I'm in shock. Because I honestly thought at some point maybe Sasha would return to WWE. I'm not shocked that she didn't. But being under Triple H, I kind of maybe thought maybe she would. But it makes sense. But given the tweets she put out yesterday, pretty much signaled that she's done with WWE... I don't know when she signed her contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling. Or if she even has yet. Maybe she signed it today. I don't know. But this is big. A great way to start the year for Mercedes. And what better way to do it than New Japan Pro Wrestling. And you got to think this will bring some new eyes to New Japan Pro Wrestling because they want to see Mercedes return. They haven't seen Mercedes since her last WWE appearance when her and Naomi walked out. So this is very exciting. Speaking of Naomi, it is rumored that she could possibly return to WWE. Now that's just a rumor. I don't know if it's confirmed. But there have been rumors of her return. And the old news that I've heard of Naomi was that she was supposed to debut with the Bloodline and become a part of that faction. I don't know if that's still the plan. I don't know what WWE's plans are. But all I'm hearing now is that Naomi is supposed to return. But nothing has been confirmed yet. You know, nothing is confirmed until we actually see it happen. And wrestling, no, and wrestling anymore, there's really no credible source. Is what I've learned over the years of watching pro wrestling. You can't trust a source. And sources, they give so much away. They get that you know, it just ruins wrestling. So, I will not confirm Naomi's return because I can't. So, we'll just have to wait and see. In other news, guys. We talked about Mercedes Hill turn at New Japan Pro Wrestling 
And now, another heel turn has happened. Miss Bliss, Miss Alexa Bliss, has turned heel against Bianca Belair this past Monday night on Raw. We've seen, during the match, the logo of Bray Wyatt appear on the Titantron. Which pretty much possessed Alexa Bliss. And she became the dark bliss that she has been over the years. And she has returned. Well, I shouldn't say over the years. Maybe in, the, in like last year, whatever. But it seems like we are getting the dark version of Miss Bliss once again. Now, I called her heel turn. I'm not going to toot my own horn. But I told you a long time ago, she would turn heel. And a lot of people on Twitter were saying, you know, she's not going to turn heel. Her old character, when she was Dark Alexa Bliss, she was a babyface. Okay, but I said in the beginning, they need a top heel to, to feud with Bianca Belair. And when you think about it, she pretty much turned heel last week. When she attacked Bianca. So to me, this past Monday just kind of feels, you know, her heel turn from last week. But I'm all excited for, you know, a heel turn for Miss Bliss. I, th I think she needs it because they're not doing much with her as a baby face right now. As for this whole Bray Wyatt stuff with, with Miss Bliss... I don't know if he is involved. This could be an Uncle Howdy type thing. But whatever reason, she has a heel now. And this may be a big deal for Miss Bliss because she needed something different. Whenever she returned to television, they did the whole Willie Doll thing and it just didn't work out. Then it seemed like WWE was clueless on what to do with her because what are they going to do with a doll on live TV, right? So the only option, the only option that would make sense right now is to turn her heel and give her her old character back. Because when she did the playground version of Alexa, the dark version of Alexa Bliss, it was, you know, big because this was something that we haven't seen from Miss Bliss. And, it, you know, it, it's it's great to see WWE finally give her, a, you know, the older version of, of herself. Because her baby face run, for, as of recent, is just still. They're not doing nothing with her. And reuniting her with Bray Wyatt, I think, is the best option because they were the hottest duo in professional wrestling, in my opinion. Everybody was talking about the pairing of those two. But I'm excited for a heel turn. You know, she needed this. And I definitely, I, I expect, you know, her to be a top star now in the women's division. If booked correctly. Because she was the biggest female in the women's division. She was the top performer. In the women's division. 
when it came to character work, you know, and how she presented herself. And with this feud with Bianca Belair, I do expect her to be on top again. I, may, I, I do expect her to take that title off of Bianca, given that she is a huge, high-profile star. And does, you know, Miss Bliss deserve this title shot? Of course. Everything that she's been through with coming back, you know, and kind of being put on the shelf a little bit. And the tag team with Asuka. Doing this, doing that as a baby face, not really doing much of anything, which isn't her fault, you know, um... It's good to see her back where she needs to be. I, I, you know, like I said, I think WB didn't have any idea what to do with her with the Lily doll. And that whole gimmick she had. Um, I, I, I don't know what their plan was. You know, it could have had potential. I did hear rumors before that she was supposed to turn into the Lily doll. A human version of the Lily doll. I don't know how WWE would pull that off. But I think the whole Lily gimmick is scrapped. I think that's just done with now. Um, I didn't see the doll with her when she came down to the ring. So I think WWE, WWE made the smart decision in scrapping those plans. And giving her... The dark version of Alexa Bliss. I, I think that's the best way to go. Because there's so much they could do with this character. And just having that evil version, that mean streak in, in, in Miss Bliss, I think is good enough. Now, a lot of the dark version of Alexa Bliss, it was, you know, performed without a crowd. So they were able to do a lot of the supernatural stuff that we probably, we probably won't see on TV. So it's going to be interesting to see how they pull this version off of Miss Bliss. Now, I don't know if she'll have a supernatural side to her as she did in the previous run as, you know, Dark Alexa. But it's going to be interesting to see how they, you know, what they do with this character. But I do expect it to be a big type of character. I do expect this to be interesting. Um, given how popular it was before, but we shall see what happens. But I, I think, you know, Alexa Bliss has a bright future ahead, but we'll see. Speaking of Alexa Bliss, when you talk about Alexa Bliss, you have to think about Bray Wyatt. On this past Friday night on SmackDown, we seen Uncle Howdy appear to the ring during a confrontation between Bray Wyatt and... And LA Knight. Uncle Howdy would then come to the ring and stand beside Bray Wyatt. Then attacking him with the sister Abigail. Which to many fans is confusing. But I have a theory about that. I don't really think that Uncle Howdy is against Bray Wyatt. 
I, I think that Uncle Howdy is trying to bring the fiend out of Bray Wyatt. Because notice a few weeks ago when Bray Wyatt attacked that cameraman. We seen Bray Wyatt use the mandible claw. So maybe Bray Wyatt is trying to trying to harness the fiend from coming out, trying to keep the fiend from reappearing. He's trying to fight the fiend in himself from coming out. And Uncle Howdy is trying to bring that dark version of Bray Wyatt back out. So, you know, I don't think that this Uncle Howdy attacking Bray Wyatt is a big deal. I just think that he's trying to bring Bray Wyatt, you know, back to his evil ways. He's trying to bring the fiend out of Bray Wyatt. Which many people would like to see, you know, um, which I think would be cool. And we also know that Uncle Howdy and the and Bray Wyatt are two separate people, as we discussed before. Now, who could Uncle Howdy be? You know, it could be Bo Dallas, as we said before, or, or it could be Vincent, or it could be Dutch. You know, who knows? Everybody's trying to figure out who was Uncle Howdy. I don't know if we'll get a reveal. It seemed like this past Friday, you know, I think a lot of people thought we'd get a reveal of who Uncle Howdy is, but that didn't happen. So, who knows? But a pitch black match has been advertised for the Royal Rumble between L.A. Knight and Bray Wyatt. And that's still... Three, four weeks away. So, is Uncle Howdy going to be involved in this match? I would think so, unless Bray Wyatt can somehow, you know, get rid of Uncle Howdy before the pitch black match. I have a doubt that. I don't know. I, I, I do expect this version of Uncle Howdy and Bray Wyatt to feud, of course. Which which should be very interesting, kind of a you know how they did Undertaker versus Undertaker and Kane versus Kane. Um, before you know this is kind of like Bray Wyatt versus you know a different version of himself. In a way, in a sort of way, it seems like. But um, I don't I I don't know what a pitch black match is. It's being advertised. When you think about a pitch black match, you think about. A match in the dark, you know, where nobody can see anything. But of course, you can't do a whole match in the dark because, you know, you're in front of a live audience who pay their good money to see a match, you know, to see a match with Bray Wyatt, especially with this is his first match since returning. So I don't know WWE's plans here. I don't know how they'll do this. I don't know if they'll do this in red lighting as they did for The Fiend. I don't know how WWE is going to pull this off. I don't know what a pitch black match is. You know, maybe it's just a normal match. Maybe they're just calling it a pitch black match. I have no idea. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe they'll fight. You know, backstage. I, I have no idea. Nobody knows what a pitch black match is. But we have four weeks to figure it out. If WWE wants to tell us anything, you know, they could keep us on the loop until the Royal Rumble. And kind of have us wondering what a pitch black match could possibly be. 
but who knows? Um, but I, for one, for one, I'm very excited with this feud. Um, there's been a lot of talk about Uncle Howdy and Uncle Harper. There's people saying that the person that attacked Bray Wyatt on Friday night was not Uncle Howdy, it was Uncle Harper. But the commentators themselves have, have said, you know, Uncle Howdy attacked Bray Wyatt. You know, they didn't specify that this is Uncle Harper. So, in my opinion, the person attacked Bray Wyatt Friday is Uncle Howdy. And we are probably yet to see Uncle Harper. The problem, you know, I think that people are having is that, you know, the difference in the mask, you know, there's there's a big difference in the mask between the mask we saw in the vignettes of Uncle Howdy and the mask we saw this past Friday night. You know, when 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 Bray, excuse me, when Bray Wyatt was attacked. Sorry, I'm a little tongue tied, I guess. But of course, they probably had to make changes to that mask. You know, the mask of Uncle Howdy to make it work in the ring. That way, whoever the Uncle Howdy character is could perform in the ring. Um, of course, you know, WWE can do that, you know, if the, the person is uncomfortable wearing the mask. Or if they need to make some type of changes to it, they need to make the mask tighter, you know, or they need to make sure the person can breathe through the mask or see even. So WWE will make changes if that's, you know, if that needs to happen. But I, for one, am very excited for this feud, guys. I'm very excited for the Rumble. As to, you know, to who wins the Rumble, I don't know. My guess would be Cody Rhodes. If he returns. They are teasing Cody Rhodes' return. They have, uh, we did hear a word from Cody Rhodes this past Monday. He is uh, in recovery on a road to return. So I, I kind of expect him to be in the Royal Rumble, given how the time frame of Cody, you know, we're hearing from Cody now and the Royal Rumble is few, uh, four weeks away. So this, to me, is a, a exciting experience. As to who is in the Rumble, I, I assume there's going to be surprises. There's no mention of a Women's Royal Rumble yet. I don't know if they're going to do that still. Um, but who knows? Um, you know, there's a lot that could go on. You know, the thing about the women's, women's Rumble, whoever wins that can, you know, face the Women's Champion. Speaking of that, we have a new Women's Champion, Charlotte Flair. You know, she defeated Ronda Rousey. So it kind of makes you wonder, you know, if we'll see Rousey versus Charlotte at the Royal Rumble. Um, which obviously, you know, Charlotte's going to go over. You know, WWE, they seem quick to get that title off of Rousey. Of course, you know, Rousey was just horrible as women's champion. A lot of people, you know, were complaining about Rousey. A lot of fans. I don't understand why they didn't get the title to Raquel Rod Rodriguez because they had that title match. And then they decided to give it to Charlotte Flair, making Charlotte Flair a 14-time women's champion. Does Charlotte Flair need the title? Absolutely not. She does not need another championship. But WWE, for whatever reason, gave the title to her. Obviously, you know, they assume Charlotte always has to have a title. I'm not thrilled about it, but I, I've seen there is mixed reactions over it. A lot of people are happy that Charlotte has returned and taken the title off of Rousey. 
a lot of people are mad because Charlotte, you know, is champion again. And there's some people that, you know, are just happy that, you know, Ronda is not champion anymore. They, they It's just like they don't care who's champion as long as it's not Rousey. I, for one, am on defense about this. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel like, you know, they could have gave Raquel Rodriguez the title. And, you know, we could have seen, you know, Rodriguez versus Flair. Because I think the last thing anyone wants to see right now is Charlotte versus Rousey again. Which that seems like it's going to be the buildup. I would much rather see Raquel versus Charlotte than Rousey versus Flair. But that's my opinion. I don't know. But I guess we'll have to wait for the Rumble, guys. But I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. I wanted to give you guys a real quick episode. Because, you know, Mercedes Monet's return to pro wrestling is big. And we had to talk about it. And I couldn't wait to give you guys this episode. So I hope you guys have a blessed day. There will be no new episode this Friday, given that I released an episode today. So I will see you guys next Friday for the 100th episode of Wrestling World. Yes, we have finally made it to the 100th episode, so that'll be a big celebration. And I can't thank you guys enough. Have a nice day, guys. God bless and good night.